Hey friends, welcome to the Good is Cool podcast presented by Guide Culture. My name is Katherine Schuber and I am, at the time of this podcast, I am the newest member of the Guide Culture team. In case you didn't hear, we are so excited. The dates for all of 2020 Guide Culture trainings have been announced and you can find any date that fits for you and so much more about Guide Culture at guideculture.co. Guide Culture provides you with the tools that you'll need to effectively share your unique message with the world. We cannot wait to have you. I have a question for you as we start this podcast because we are going to be talking about something is really powerful that can really create a powerful shift for you called honoring the struggle, right? A lot of times nowadays we joke about being on the struggle bus and all kinds of things, but what if we were a people who honored the struggle? So here's my questions. Have you ever set out for a big goal? There's a bit of a high, right? You get really excited. It is exciting. Have you ever made a vision board filled with beautiful things and dreams and vacations? It is really fun. It's thrilling, actually. It's fun to buy the new year journal, the new pens, the new planner. What's hard is to consistently wake up early to consistently execute. Do you you see what I'm saying? You feel me? You know, when you start to take action on those exciting things, you feel maybe even paralyzed within just hours or days of feeling unstoppable. I thought so. And the reason I thought that you've been there is because friend, I have been there. It's painful, truly. There is something we can do about it. So let me back up. Recently, I posted an Instagram story that was wildly triggering. Who knew? I asked how many people, how many of you, my friends, are self-sabotaging your success or your health or anything? And I got a flood of messages. And basically what self-sabotage is, is you set out for this amazing and honorable goal, you know, another better level of your health, of your business, relationships, so many things. And then even the littlest excuses get you off track. The littlest road bump gets you off track. Just last week, when I asked this question, I got a story from a sweet, sweet girl who said, Catherine, you have no idea how real this is for me. I made this beautiful presentation for my boss. I had a 30, 60, and 90 day plan for how I was going to execute this growth for our company. And then I haven't done anything about it. You know, she had a reason, actually. Someone in her office had had to leave. They had to step out of, out of the company and she was left as a team of one. And of course she had a good reason, but what she told me, she said, Catherine, I knew that was an excuse. I knew I could have done what I said I was gonna do. And now I'm left with some anxiety about the fact that I haven't done it. And so, yeah, I self-sabotaged myself from what I knew I could really do and grow for myself in this company right? So here's what happened and here's what often happens. And the cool thing about this is once we wrap our minds around this, we are going to be a people who can prevent it, welcome it, and actually leverage it for our good, okay? So here's what happens. You set out for the goal. It feels really good. It's exciting. And what you're going to do is when you actually start taking action, you're raising the temperature, metaphorically, 
in your life. Okay, you're turning it up a notch. You're you're waking up a little earlier. You buy the healthy groceries. You know, you buy those books. Okay, you set the goal, whatever, and you start acting on it. And then your brain is like, excuse me, you just turned the temperature in your life up to 83 and I like it at 71. What are you doing? Do you realize who you are? Do you realize it's too hot in here? And then you're like, um... Yes, it is too hot in here. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Let's go back, right? Let's not be in the in the hot place, in the scary, unsafe place, right? But in the place where it's cozy. You see, it's like a thermostat in your house that regulates the temperature of a room. That's the purpose of a thermostat. Your house wants to be at the cozy, you know, 70-ish range. It's very nice. Just have a blanket around you. It's just awesome. No care in the world. Now, when it's hot outside and your your house needs to turn on the AC, right? So it doesn't get too hot in there. It's the exact same with our life. Your brain, our brains are programmed to keep us safe. So even though the goal is actually a good thing, it's going to make you into a stronger version of you. Your brain doesn't know that. And so we have to really rewire it to say, hey, it's okay. I hear you. What I can tell you is that this is going to make us stronger. So we're going to, we're going to do this. Okay. We're going to grow. So it's actually going to be a little bit of self-talk that we're going to have to do. Just know friends that this is normal. It's not your fault. This is how we're wired. And it is going to be an intentional action to kind of move past this hurdle, we can do it. You can definitely do it. You know, growth is hard, right? That's the first step is just knowing that it's hard. It's so rewarding, still hard. We see a lot of people shying away from this, okay? It's because of the reasons I just said. It requires another temperature in your life. You want the goal really bad. You want it so bad. And here's another problem. The growth that is required of you is actually very abstract, possibly, and scary. Am I doing this right? You wonder, oh my gosh, where are the results? What's happening? I'm doing the things and I don't really know what's coming of this. Why does it look easier for everyone else? So maybe you have turned up the temperature and you are trying to power through. Other people are making it look easy and maybe if it's hard, it's just not meant to be or something like that, right? Of course though, friends, we know that this is not true. We know that worthy things and the better version of ourself is going to take some work, some discipline, and maybe some struggle, okay? And we're gonna define what it really means to struggle so we can, you know, all get around the same concept. Here's a reality I think is important to point out is that we live in very blessed times. We really do. It's never been easier to be discovered. If you have a, a really cool talent like singing or you know modeling or something, it's never been easier to start a business, right? To become even a millionaire. It's never been easier and we are so fortunate. Unfortunately, sometimes the more blessed you are, the more opportunity you have, the more resistant you can be to that discipline, that pain, that struggle. Okay, convenience and ease, it's truly what's selling in the 21st century. So that's another thing where we're gonna need to be set apart as people who do embrace that struggle. And another way that we put this, it's really funny. And you can put this somewhere maybe on your mirror is feel the burn. Okay, remember we we're talking about heat in your home, in your in your brain. Feel the burn, like just embrace it. We're gonna talk about that a little bit more, but I love that saying because 
it makes it fun, right? It's like feel the burn. So I just recently finished reading a book called High Performance Habits. It's a book written by Brendan Burchard. It's so good. And it basically says everything is trainable. Everything you want to do is trainable. Anybody can be a high performer. How encouraging is that? And what a high performer is, is some, someone who can have long-term sustainable results. No burnout, no spending huge amounts of time away from your family to where you're sacrificing you know, one thing for the other. You actually have a lot of harmony in your life and that is creating healthy, sustainable results. And that is if and when you implement these six specific habits in the book. Now, I'm not gonna go over all six habits, although they are so good and they make so much sense. The truth about habits is that they do take discipline and they add up in the bits. Think of it like that, like you can actually grow a strong habit bits at a time. So habits take discipline and discipline, certainly, you guys, it's unpleasant. You can just be sure of that. It is not always pleasant to be so disciplined. The cool thing about habits is that you can actually rewire your brain to want to perform that habit, right? So they say it takes, you know, 21 to 30 days to make a habit. And no doubt that is not going to be an easy thing to do. It is the opposite of ease and convenience. You can do it. There, there's no doubt in my mind that you can do it. And we're going to talk about how to really embrace that struggle, that discipline in a minute. So toward the end of the book, he talks about honoring the struggle. Okay. And that, that's where we're at now. It's part of the habit that's called demonstrate courage. I think that's so beautiful that actually honoring a struggle is an act of courage. The struggle makes you stronger. Strength first requires courage. That is such a beautiful truth, right? So what exactly does it mean to honor a struggle? So to honor something is to respect it, to take pride in it. We think of, you know, a soldier who honors the country so much so that he'll fight for it or she'll fight for it. We honor our parents or, you know, we're supposed to because we respect them and we know that they love us. To struggle, okay, is to strive in the face of difficulty. There are so many examples of struggling because I don't want it to sit, sound like, oh, it has to literally be painful. Of course, the best example of struggling is exercise. I mean, my goodness, to feel the burn in life is, gosh, I was just on the cycle bike this morning and I thought, man, my legs are burning. And I thought, that's a good thing. It doesn't feel good, but it's a good thing. So to strive to achieve in the face of difficulty, some other examples is waking up early. Like there's a struggle that you're going to feel to wake up early to get more done. There's going to be a struggle to put down the remote when you really want to watch Netflix or even to turn off Netflix or, you know, TV, Disney Plus, right? And to pick up a book that's going to help you achieve what you really want, which could be leadership or a new skill, a new technical skill, so many things, but that doesn't make it not a struggle, right? So it's striving to achieve in the face of difficulty. There are so many examples, and we're going to touch on some more here in a minute. The problem, as the author, Brendan Burchard puts it, and does this sound familiar, please tell me, is that, oh, and here's the scary thing, guys, those who hate the struggle or fear it, they end up complaining, losing motivation, and quitting. You guys, 
how many times have we quit for the day, quit for the year? You know, we complain with our power partner. We just lose motivation because, you know, I didn't get as many likes as I want and now I'm struggling. I have difficulty in my life. We lose motivation. Okay. We do not want that, right? We certainly don't. And the truth is that the people who achieve, who do become those high performers, who do become the person that they were made to be, they embrace and honor the struggle. And what Brendan says is that they have developed a mindset because this is so much, so much a mindset thing is that they have developed three things. They have developed the ability to anticipate the struggle, to welcome the struggle and to leverage the struggle. So first to anticipate the struggle is so simple. It's just to know that it's coming. Like they the people don't romanticize it. If someone sets out to do an ultra marathon, okay, I don't even know how many miles that is. It's probably a hundred miles, okay? You set out to do this big marathon and then let's just say that they're like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna show up the day of the race because I was so inspired to sign up that I am just going to, I'm just gonna run it. I know I can do it. Well, of course you can do it. What makes it even better and more realistic is to not romanticize how intense an ultra marathon is and to anticipate that struggle, right? And the way that you could anticipate it from a athlete standpoint is to train, right? You work up the amount of miles you can run, you get a nutrition program, you even pack the correct supplements for that race because of the struggle that's ahead of you. You know you could cramp, right? You know, so you have things that could either prevent it or help it, you know, kind of solve that problem faster, more efficiently, right? This is a very simple example. Maybe you want to be a leader in your company. You know that you're meant to be on that stage. You know that, you know, there's just a message inside of you that you want to empower women. But the way to get there, you know, you feel that in your future, the way that you get there is maybe a little bit more, I don't know how I'm going to get there. It's a little bit confusing and abstract, but I want it. And when you actually anticipate it, you know, when you anticipate what it's going to take to get you to that level, you know, it will require you to be more consistent, to be more disciplined than anyone that you read more, you create more, you know, written content that helps people. You create more videos. You, you're, you're being the best version of you, right? And that is not easy. And that is what's going to make you that next version of you that has earned it, right? They do say that the next level of you will require the stronger version of you. So embrace that truth and know that there will be a discipline and a burn ahead of you, okay? Second thing that these high performers are doing to have this long-term sustainable success is they welcome the struggle. They welcome it. And here is something so, the picture in my head I see is, what do you do when you welcome someone? You, maybe you open up your arms, you smile. Maybe you even have your hands out. Your palms are open to the sky and you, and you smile and you say, hi, I'm so happy to have you here. What if we treated our struggles like that? It sounds so crazy, right? But to welcome it, if we are realistic and know that there's a burn and a pain of discipline that's coming, we can be open, open-hearted, open-minded when it comes. There's that thing Jocko does when something happens, like maybe it's bad or negative or annoying or something that is any version of a struggle. He says, good, good. 
I'm glad that it's hard. I'm glad that you cut me off in traffic. I'm glad that, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm raining and I had a run planned. Good. I'm glad. It means that I'm going to get stronger mentally, physically, etc. Good. Love that example so much. That's the best example I can think of welcoming the struggle. Be glad. You know, it's so easy to despise hard things. And one of the traps I was in and see people in is complaining. Okay. Instead of welcoming, they're complaining. Maybe they have a power partner or, you know, an accountability person and they complain. They waller with each other instead of pushing through. And you might not even notice that you're doing it. And so listen, just just hear me. I've been there. It's not always something that you even notice. So just be aware of complaining. And just this is to me and you, very sobering quote I read in this book. He said, if you have the opportunity and blessing to serve, you don't complain about the effort involved. And I thought, wow, you don't like what an opportunity and blessing we have to make an impact on this world. And this day and age, we have so much opportunity. We should not, do not complain about the effort involved in doing so. My tip for this, you guys, is when you do feel that struggle, maybe you're annoyed, you don't feel good, you don't want to, you're confused, take a deep breath. Okay, do it with me right now. <sighs> Hold your hands out, maybe your arms out in your mind or your heart, and you just say, good, thank you, something like that. What's going to happen is your brain is going to be, you know, rewired over time to not despise the discipline. Growth, whether it's your muscles or your mindset, it doesn't feel good. Okay. It burns, but it is good. So we are training our brain to feel that truth. And lastly, I love this last one so much. I think it's my favorite. The last thing that high performers do when they are honoring the struggle is they leverage the struggle into reasons to give even more. Man, leverage the struggle. Actually turn it into something that makes a difference. So, you know, since we do live in a society that loves just making things look easy, like, oh yeah, it's just easy. I got here with, you know, minimal effort. I'm on the beach. I basically, you know, make money doing nothing. That's never <laughs> true. It's just never true. So our tendency is to not be super proud or share the struggle, right? My advice is in some ways is to share your journey. Okay. People love a story that has a transformation in it. People, when they see like, man, her leadership skills, her communication skills, his, his thought process behind his business has just grown before my eyes and I am inspired, right? You will gain likability, and people will trust you and you will have influence over people. Ultimately, you will inspire them when you share and leverage the struggle that you're going through. Now, what I'm not saying is to air your dirty laundry or complain, of course, on Instagram or even to people as you share your struggle, right? Feeling the burn is something we're proud of and we actually turn it into something that is positive. Make it a teachable moment even. So here's an example. You want to be the leader in your company, right? You honor the struggle of consistently waking up and reading a book and it's growing your leadership skills. You're, you're enjoying it, but it, it's hard. You're enjoying it and you're growing. You implement and you, you're tweaking and you're getting better and you know maybe you fall back and you get better. And then one day you share some, some of those tips with the people in your life. Maybe it's on Instagram or wherever. Over time, the more you learn and the more you share that leveraging of your struggle 
It's what's actually going to set you up as a leader that you ultimately want it to be. So honoring it and sharing it, leveraging it into influence is going to be what makes you the leader. You will be a transformational leader actually, and you will be leading people into their own journeys. That is what you really want in this case scenario. It's very common for the people who, who you will impact, they will be where you used to be. So please don't tell yourself the lie that you don't know as much as someone else and therefore you can't share or everyone knows this, I can't share that. You can. And in fact, you know what the real benefit of you sharing and leveraging your struggle? It's that it makes you better. It concretes it in your mind because when you share something, when you teach something that is to the benefit of someone else, you become better. You're more accountable to yourself. Your brain accepts it more as truth. So being a living, breathing testimony of your journey is so powerful. Please believe that you have something of worth to share on your journey. As we wrap up right now, because those are my three points to anticipate, to welcome, and to leverage the struggle, right? Feel the burn. There is so much beauty in it. And this is all because of the courage that you are going to have in stepping into that uncomfortable place of action. One of the quotes that stood out to me and just convicted me so much was that one act of courage is better than a hundred vision boards. Now vision is critical. It will take courage to act on it and embrace those struggles along the way. Friends, I hope this encouraged you so much. I cannot wait to hear what you think about this message. Let me know how this affected you and I'll see you guys later.